Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All sorts of time for Lance, who's on the move, set his feet, and now comes back across the field. He heaves downfield. His pass is complete to Dimitri Williams. Streaking up the sideline and gone. A broken play becomes one of the biggest of the day. A 73-yard touchdown from Lance to Williams. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Live on 1430, the Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago and 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. And, oh, don't forget about the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, Day of the Draft, Ostrowski and Horvat. Horvat, there's been this report making the rounds this morning that the 49ers offered the Packers a third overall pick in the draft. Other picks and players, including Jimmy Garoppolo, your reaction? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm not buying it. I, did they probably make a phone call? I mean, I would. For third Why overall. wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you? I mean, right. Everybody's making phone calls today. Again, though, this is like, I love the NFL draft, man, but this is what I hate. It's just all the nonsense, all the BS. There's two people that, that, that I trust when it comes to the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and uh, Who? This, this report, I like Daniel Jeremiah, I guess. Okay. Uh, I like uh, Peter Schrager. Those are your top two. Man, I don't, <laughs> <somebody> else. <laughs> what about ben, ben Albright? No. Uh, you know, you know who I trust? I trust Joey Kanish. Let's bring him in. At Joey Kanish22, professional sports better. Kanish, it's draft day, man. What's going on? Oh, baby. What's happening, fella? You know, some people get excited about their kids' birthdays, Christmas, holiday. This is really it for me. Great to be on with you guys uh, on maybe uh, the best day of the year for for if you're a better an NFL fan or degen, especially if you're a Lions fan, because this is as good as it is. <laughs> this is about as hopeful as it's going to be here uh, every moment of the year. So, no, excited to be on for draft day here and uh, a lot of intrigue leading up to it well that's actually where i wanted to start what this has become this year because i a lot of times we don't give credit to the sports books but in general what we've seen over the last couple of weeks the number of offerings i do have to give them some credit and it's not just one book it's even throughout the country the legal states what you're able to bet on today and over the last month it's kind of startling and they've made it this great betting event even though they'll be crying tomorrow about how they lost at the NFL draft this has become one of the best sporting events to bet on and think of next year 
when the 2022 draft is out in Vegas. Oh, bad. no, it's it, it really, you know, I thought last year was kind of an, you know, when we were dealing with COVID, it was going to be kind of an anomaly of, you know, every book needed some action. They were doing draft, they were doing, but it, it, it's real. I can't complain. I can't complain. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the legals, the the, it's really been um, kind of a, a, you know, a agenda jury here of, of all the things that we've had uh, and the offerings. And so, if you're a if you're a line shopper, if you're you know that I mean, there's been just incredible opportunities. So yeah, no, I agree with you. It's been it's been pretty phenomenal. Is there anything that you could still find value in today? Any bets that you still like today that maybe you didn't miss? You know what I tell you? I I, I think they, a lot of you know again as we said, a lot of the prices are gone, a lot of the things. But for the most part, there's a couple of ones that I still would. I think J.C. Horn is going to be the number one cornerback. Um, that that still plus money a lot of places I, I i think you know patrick certain was kind of the uh the the name the established guy for a while um but if you follow draft stuff that, that that's kind of you know come into um you know, you know for the last month or so i i think i think horn's gonna be the guy so that's one i like it plus money um i, I think kyle pitts from a lot of reports is locked into four I wouldn't mind laying, you know, minus 200 or something like that for him to go to the Falcons. Um, and I still, I, you know, the Waddle prices have come down a lot. I still think he's a top 10 player. I don't think you see a guy with that kind of speed, that kind of weapon fall outside the top 10. Do you hate uh, first pick of Detroit quarterback plus 400? Because would you be, you know, if you're a Detroit fan, if you're a Lions fan, would you be upset going Okuda last year when you could have had Justin Herbert? I know hindsight kind of. Uh, 2020 on that one, but do you hate quarterback for Detroit plus 400, four to one? I tell you what, as a th- this is where you got to separate out the the what you would want as a fan, what you would do as a fan, and what you think the team's actually going to do. It to me, if Justin Fields fell to seven, I would be all over it and 100 mm-hmm. percent excited, and jumping off the couch for Justin Fields. The organization, though. Um, Brad Holmes was the guy in the Rams org that, that basically was the driving influence for them to, uh, to draft Jared Goff. He still believes in him. I don't think he wants to undercut him year one in terms of, um, you know, basically drafting a rookie and then, you know, the entire fan base, obviously the team's going to lose next year is going to be calling for the rookie from, I think they want to give Goff a real shot in year one. And I will give the Lions credit. They are. They seem to be taking the the long approach of knowing they're not going to be competitive next year, um, and they're going to be right back in the top five next year and have the opportunity, if need be, uh, to draft a quarterback. So I don't think quarterbacks on the table for them. I'd be okay with it if Fields finally took them. I would like it. I don't believe it's going to happen. Uh, if they sit at seven, I was uh, talking earlier in the show that you know Sewell sliding to seven would be a nice spot for the Lions here with their uh, long rebuild since they signed everybody up for so long. What do you think about Detroit offensive lineman first pick plus 300? I agree. You know what? If they sit, I would, you know what? I like that because not only if they sit at seven, do I think it's a real possibility? Um, I would say they are the team right now in the top 10 with the likeliest scenario to trade back. I think they're in the spot. Mm-hmm. It makes sense for teams to get up to. And they only have six picks in this draft at the moment. Um, they need a full roster overhaul, uh, so they need picks. And I think they're going to bit as soon as you'll see 
the highest bidder that's coming to seven when they're on the clock. Um, I think they would move back into 10. I think they can move back to 13. I think they could move back into the late teens. I think, you know, there's been some reports the Saints are looking to move up. If they want to move up, it, it's it's Detroit that's going to be the, the best price for them to get it. So, and then if they move back, I could see them, you know, taking a guy like Slater if they move back short or taking a different type of offensive lineman, uh, you know, in the, in the mid to later first round if they move back long. So, no, I don't hate that at all because they, they need some help on the the issue with the Lions is they need help almost everywhere. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint a position. But, no, if they stick at seven, um, I think that could be a real possibility. But I would say I, I would put it more than 50-50 that they trade out of that slot at some point, even if the package is somewhat reduced. They need, need, need more picks in this draft. With pro batter Joey Kanish, this is Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat, BetQL Daily. And uh, Kanish, we were just talking to Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus, and he does expect the Micah Parsons slide that many of us have been talking about over the last month, which leads me to believe, hey, let's take a look at first linebacker. Should we consider Collins at 10 to 1, Davis 10 to 1, any other names out there? Or is Parsons first linebacker taken, so don't waste our money? You know what? I, I tell you what. I don't. And this is this is another one we just talked about. I've got to separating out your, you know, the you know, the personal opinion. I thought Parsons was like a top five guy in this draft. Like I, I think he's one of two guys in this draft that can be a double. Tim and Jalen Phillips that can be double digit sack guys in the NFL. I think that's it. Like that of anybody, any defensive lineman and linebacker. And you know, I think those are the two guys that have double digit sack potential. Um, but but the slide seems real, uh, and that you know he he seems to be you know kind of a guy that people thought was going to go with the top ten. Um, I have heard through some of the Kanishi moles. Um, <laughs> I know I don't want to you know you know pretend like uh, you know they, like you give you an Albright here, but um, some yeah. lower level people in uh, uh, the organizations have said that Zayvon. I bet a lot of Zayvon Collins. Uh, under 25 and a half here in the last few days. I think oh, that's yeah. got a shot. I think that's got a real shot. Um, so I would feel okay with, you know, if you still got that number, I know it's come down a lot of places, but I know there's some, some PPH or some off screens that still had 25 and a half today. Um, and Hey, I don't hate that sprinkle at all. I, I think as David Collins, you know, do I think it cashes? No, but I think the Parsons fall, as you said, is real. Um, and it's worth a shot. It's definitely not, you know, you know, these guys seven to one, ten to one. Um, the, the 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 chalk on Parsons is just too high at the moment. I love him, but I think the teams are, are number one. You have to run that kind of system where you can maximize his his issue as a pass rusher because that's really he's a little bit of a one trick pony in that sense. So um, yeah, no, I don't mind a sprinkle there uh, and some some unders. If you can get Collins unders in the the mid twenties, that is a play. What are some of your other favorite long shots, if you have any, for tonight? Because, again, I love betting the draft, man, but fourth overall pick, I'm not laying minus 223 for Kyle Pitts. I get that that's how some people profit on the draft. I just can't lay that. Anything you like as far as long shots? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
You know what? There's some uh, a little bit of stuff. If you can go, and this is what I was I was doing here before we got on the call. Um, uh, you know, a couple sites have uh, exact playing position of teams' first drafted player, um, mm-hmm. and this is one. If you go the back half of the first round, um, I always think there is a ton of value in going off script once you get past that first ten that first 15 picks. Uh, I think a lot of teams draft boards, you know, in the top 10 to 15 guys is almost uh, concrete is very, very similar. You get to the back half of the draft um, and you would get some teams that, you know, are, you think might be, uh, you know, the, the draft experts on that have them, have them kind of locked in for a certain type of thing. I, I don't necessarily um, kind of line up with that. I'll give you, you know, a couple of examples here is Steelers, People think they, you know, a couple sites had them to draft a running back, you know, like minus 110, even, you know, plus 150 in that. I went off a little bit. I took a couple of long shots there on Steelers, out other positions. You know, they had wide receiver 30 to 1, defensive lineman 25 to 1. Um, and I would go, you know, and even just take that strategy. If you have those offerings, go to teams picking in the last 10 or 15 picks um, and, and kind of go a little bit off. Uh, of what you think they would because really you're getting into that you know those teams are just going to be taking the draft board's going to be changed up a lot there'll be a lot of best player available type of thing um a lot of guys you know the player they might have wanted at a certain position is already gone um so for me that i think is is the best long shot value remaining is to kind of fade a little bit of the normal sentiment of what you think a team, you know, what are the consensuses a team's going to do uh, and grab some longer shot prices, especially at the second half of the draft. What uh, what rumors reports are you just not buying? Because uh, before you came on, I was kind of ragging. We went from like having six draft analysts on this planet to like a billion. Pretty much anybody with a Twitter account now is a draft analyst and is making up mock drafts. Which uh, rumors are you just not buying? Yeah, it's, it's interesting now. If you've uh, you, you know if you've tweeted your own scouting reports for a few years, now all of a sudden you're uh, you're an insider here. Um, I I tell you that you know the biggest like I don't know. I, I think I still think it's going to be Matt Jones at three. I think the you know the smoke. I think the people the Lance smoke and that is out there. I think it was going to be Matt Jones the second day. I, I don't you don't make that trade up without having a, a, an idea, a, basically a lock in of who you're going to take. Like, like that, that doesn't, that, that doesn't make any sense that you go up to three and then you're, you're, then you're going to go through this process and determine uh, of who we're going to like, the, the, those things just don't happen. Like, like to me, when they made the move, they were going to take Mac Jones. I think they all along thought they were going to take Mac Jones. Again, yeah. I'll have some ink in my face later if they're going to take Lance. I think it's Jones. I don't buy into the Lance reports. I still think they're at three and locked into Jones. It's wild, Kanish. For the day of the draft, I thought some books would be taking it off the board because it was minus 400 the other day, and now I'm looking at some sites, and they have Mac Jones' third pick, minus 135 we're down to. So there is a lot of steam behind Trey Lance, about even money there. Um, I, I just want – we have about 30 seconds left – so you agree that even the day of the draft, there is some value on matching teams and positions. Because once you get second, third favorite, we're talking about five, six to one with some of these numbers. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, second half of the draft, it, it, you know, people feel like the, the Pittsburgh one, I just used an example. People think yeah. they want a running back. Well, if someone jumps them or, you know, Harris is off the board or something early or the Jets take the running back they want, then they're not going to go running back. So to me, right. if you can get second half of the draft, um, fade a little bit of what the consensus is. Um, yeah. And like you said, you know, collect some of those higher prices on teams where. Gotcha. Gotcha. Pro better Joey Kanish, awesome stuff from him at Joey Kanish twenty two on Twitter. He'll be all over the draft tonight, just like uh, all of us. And we're going to come back with our best bets, Major League Baseball and the draft. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.